It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast Yes Back once again Another week Black History Year You already know what it is Yup We here Yes, sir. What's good, man? What's going on with you? How you feeling? Ah, oh, man, I'm feeling pretty good, you know. Just uh, banging through some of this momentum, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. <laughs> getting, getting this ready for this summer, you know. Father's Day coming. Uh, it's a lot, lot popping out here in the world. Yeah, it is. They gave us a good little sample. I don't know about, like, I'm sure in Atlanta too, but I don't know where you were. But um, this weekend in New York, where they gave us a little, a little sneak peek of what's to come this summer. What happened? Hey, hey. That shit was super fucking hot. It was sweltering out here. It was sweltering. It went from you know this, this this weather for the last couple of years has been quite disrespectful and erratic. You know, like uh. It's nothing to set your watch to, you know. It's nothing to plan for, you know. It could literally be sixty degrees one day, forty degrees the next day, ninety degrees the day after that. Like that shit was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, we got a little taste of what's to come, and I'm not all the way ready for it. You know what I mean? I'm not all the way ready for it. I'll be totally honest with you. I could kind of, I mean, I love the summer. I love the spirit of the summer, but the, the weather of the summer, I'm just, <laughs> that shit is not one of mine. I told you I'm a transitional season kind of cat. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's coming through. I, yeah, I, I guess so. Father's Day is coming through. I just realized next week is Memorial Day. I'm That's how kind of out the loop I am as far as holidays go or seasonal holidays go. I ain't realized Memorial Day was just around the corner. You got any plans? Yeah, I'm coming to New York, you know? Sounds like a reverse migration. Nah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be back in the city for Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. You know, homeboy might have a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Gonna check that out. Um, you know, just, just getting a feel for the block. But mostly, you know what I'm saying, gonna pick up some of that to-do list. That I got to do in the city, um, you know, hit a couple of corners, have a couple of meetings, and uh, make the most of it. Yeah. Like a very eventful holiday. You know, what's also interesting now, because I, like, again, I'm, I missed out on Memorial, not missed out, but I did, I forgot that that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I see all of the merchandise. I don't have, I don't know exactly where it falls on the calendar, but I uh, see Juneteenth is coming, no. and uh, <laughs> this this year, <laughs> corporate America was ready. They did not get caught slipping this year on Juneteenth preparation. I've seen Juneteenth ice cream. Yeah. I've seen Juneteenth paper plates and Juneteenth beer koozies, and you know, this Juneteenth shit has been all the way uh, commercialized. You know, uh, and it seems as though a lot of people feel a way about that. You know what I'm saying? They feel like, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, I don't know. It just seems like it's not sitting well with many people. The fact that 
the commercialization of Juneteenth has come so quickly. Me, I feel like it's the American way. I mean, that's pretty much what makes a holiday a holiday. I hate to say it. I mean, holidays uh, might even be based on the commercialization of, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's the point. The point was nobody, I mean, not nobody, but not a whole lot of people really asked for a Juneteenth national holiday. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was yeah. asking for reparations and, and um, you know, uh, the uh, relief from police brutality. You know what I'm saying? Uh, reallocation of funds from from the militarization of police to maybe some community, you know what I'm saying? Help. Mm. A lot of that, but I ain't... Free health care? Health care, no, lower yeah. education, you know what I'm saying? Equal education and stuff. I don't, didn't really hear nobody really marching for a Juneteenth holiday. Now, you had a couple of people campaigning. You know, you had people who grew up with it and, and, you know, certain places. Like, if you're from Texas and you're historically from Texas, I mean, Juneteenth is a real thing. You know what I mean? Right. But for everywhere else, yeah. niggas was already free. So, it's like... That holiday didn't fall so hard in all the directions. It fell hard in 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 Texas and those places, and those people celebrated to the extreme. And I'm sure they were not mad at the Juneteenth ice cream or the Juneteenth plate or the Juneteenth Juneteenth beer cozies or any of that. So, you know what I mean? They should have probably kept it to the places that was that Juneteenth was endemic to, and then kind of slowly rolled it out as the holiday really caught on nationwide. Yeah, I seen actually I seen a friend of mine who I follow on um uh Twitter who's from Texas who was like, I wish they'd just let it just be our own Texas holiday. This shit didn't need to go commercial. You know, I get it. I understand. Look, you know, we could have got a whole lot more. We could have got, you know, there's definitely Juneteenth wasn't on my list. I didn't even know to put it on my list, but I know they're not really Really checking for our list You know what I'm saying They checking for what they could get some bread off of But to be totally honest with you I don't I mean, I don't think white people Should be able to celebrate Juneteenth I just feel like that's That, is, that should kind of be You know what I mean Like It's one of those things Where you should sit this one out You know what I mean If you a true ally Go to work that day <laughs> But um it is what it is. I don't know exactly when Juneteenth is coming. It might have, I don't think it is. It the nineteenth of June or something like that. Yeah, the nineteenth of June. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's about to be. It's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. It'll be what it's going to be. But uh, <laughs> it's interesting though because I mean, now nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be naive enough to say that the marketing of June. Well, I don't know if it's naive, but. It is to be considered a little bit because I did look at the uh, the Great Value Juneteenth ice cream, right? It's Great Value, so it's a Walmart brand, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you know, it is what it is. Which is probably real good cookout ice cream. I don't know about circles you go to, especially growing up. Maybe as you get a little older and you got more disposable income, the premiums kind of develop at the cookout. But as a child, a lot of cookouts I went to. There was a lot of store-bought brands at the cookout because this was the cumulative. You know what I'm saying? So you might see a good great value, you know, three-liter Coke or the great value. You know what I'm saying? 
So but with that said, I'm curious, because particularly that one, I looked at um the the um the branding on the ice cream and it said it's celebrating, I wanna say, I'm paraphrasing, but heritage and the emancipation of black people. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that is informing a lot of people on a certain level. Obviously, there's a lot more shit that needs to be taken care of, but it's pretty interesting. <sighs> Maybe a toothless gesture, it could be argued, but it's interesting that there's this type of information that's kind of going on into the mainstream. Yet at the same time, it's weird, though, because then there's this fight against CRT and, you know, things about racism or even, you know, kind of movements that are going towards the erasure of, you know, the history of America as it relates to slavery and, you know, all of that other shit. But it's very heavy for the beginning of the pop. But um, <laughs> it's just interesting. It's just something interesting. It's just something that I just, I literally scrolled by. And, uh, uh, you know, it just, it made me, it made me think. It made me think. It was like, huh, Juneteenth. All right. Fuck it. Add it to the docket. But um, I'm not really one of these people that's like, I don't want to say outraged, but definitely not surprised by the commercialization of it all. Because that's just how America is going to America. But um, there it is. You know. Listen, dog. They make it a national holiday, you know. Why wouldn't they just make the regular old Emancipation Day the regular holiday? That's the way it go in all the other countries around the world. That was part of the, you know what I'm saying, slave trade. Um, Right, Juneteenth is the day, like a month or something after the Emancipation, like when people like was like, oh, no, nah, nigga, you've been free for X amount of days. You say a month? Right. I didn't say month. I think it was three years or some shit. Oh, wow. See, look at yes. like, it was like yeah. it wasn't no month. Okay, okay. <laughs> look at that. I thought it was thirty days. <laughs> they got a, a, a flyer in the mail. Like, yeah, I don't know if you know, but uh, wander. I will have to look it up. I mean, we could probably do some googling. And uh, but it's like, why wouldn't you just you know celebrate the regular ass emancipation for everybody? Mm-hmm. Could be. I mean, it makes sense. They're going to put it marked in the sand that, hey, there was some slow niggas out there we got over on. Ha, ha, ha. Let's make it a national holiday. You know what I mean? Right, right. We got over on them ones down there, you know? And now they, they marked that down, and that's it. That's what y'all going to celebrate. Y'all celebrate it anyway, so let's um ramp it up. Nobody was just celebrating the regular Emancipation Day. So let's just... Ramp this shit up and, and um, commercialize it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, anyway, you know, shout out to uh, you know people that are on the Juneteenth marketing teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> Putting in that work. Uh, so it was like it was like two and a half years. Two and a half years. Okay. Damn. What is the actual date? What was the actual date? Do you have it? June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five. Proclamation did not take full effect in the US well until after January first, eighteen sixty three. That's when they actually kinda enforced the emancipation proclamation. 
And I'm curious how that even happened. Like, what was the person? What was the, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, not the straw, but what was it that kind of tipped the people all the way off? Like, who was it that said, yo, I don't know if you know this, but you've been free for two and a half years. I wonder who that person was, because that person should have a statue. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The whistleblower. That person probably wanted some cheap labor, too. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be here, you know. You come, you come with me to Ohio, and we can get right. busy. I could give you a better life. We can move around. Yeah, you know what I mean? Start franchising. Oh man! But anyway, what's up, though, man? What's going on otherwise? So you ready for this this holiday? How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was good. As I'm speaking of the emancipation and the proclamation, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I went out to the promised land. You know, mm. down in the A. You know, Rick Ross had a car show at his crib. At, you know, at the at the crib he called the Promised Land. Um, big ass Holyfield mansion. Right. Shout out to Evander Holyfield. The man had a plan and a vision. Executed it. Executed it flawlessly. What you mean? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know. It was it probably wasn't a whole lot out there when he built it, you know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like you know it's built up around it now. It's you know relative, so you wouldn't expect to see a big ass mansion like that. Mm-hmm. But it's there, and he's like, Shh. and he 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 put it all the way there and did it all the way up. It's a nice crib, man. Ross is a a great steward of it, maintaining it well. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you mm-hmm. see stuff on pictures and then it's kind of like you get up close to it and it's like, uh, nah, it's kind of a little, you know, a little dingy around here. You need to tighten up. Nah, Ross got that thing tightened up. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah, so, you know, it really, you know, when you when you get there and you feel the scale of it, it's like this nigga really did it. <laughs> Talk about Ross. Yeah, he's like he really mm-hmm. all, did it all the way. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, is a lot of times you see cats in the videos and on the stage and you know doing their performances. But you don't get to go to the crib. Mm-hmm. We just saying this last week. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. man, shit is is fully, fully loaded. So he had the car show out there, and um, right. you know you had all the old schools, a lot of dunks. A lot of um, foreigns, mm-hmm. um, some, you know, just some, um, you know, commercial vehicles, all kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But Ross had basically three or four rows of his own cars out there. So it was about 100 of his cars. Mm. And wow. and what I appreciate, well, he had the, you know, all reds, you know what I'm saying? Then he had the, all the blue right. ones, and then he had all the white ones, then he had all the black ones. But what I appreciated about it was he not only had all the show show pieces, he had the shit that he was still working up, all kind of shit in various stages of being worked on. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a he had a Chevy out there, you know, it it did it, it didn't have no lights, no no windshield, you know what I'm saying? Right. No rims, no nothing. Right. It was just like, oh, he just getting started on this one. You know what I mean? It's something right. that, that that he got that's in good good condition that he just ain't do nothing to other ones done all the way up you know what i'm saying engines crazy rims crazy 
Um, he had a lot of the fifties something like you know the fifties era cars. You know what I'm saying? Bel Airs, few different kinds of Bel Airs, station wagons, convertible. Um, you know, all that shit. Then he had all of the you know the modern Rolls Royces and you know what I mean all that shit. He had them all lined up for you for for you out there. Little baby had his little fleet. Um. You know, but, you know, after you see a nigga with 100 cars, it's like, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At his house. You know what home game. Yeah, yeah. Home, home game. I got all my shit out here. All of them. Mm-hmm. Right. He had an old school fire truck, motorcycles, bicycles. It's a whole lot Whoa. of shit. You know what I mean? And this is this is all on the grass in the back, or where was it? Like, nigga got 100 acres, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the front yard yeah. is, you know, hold a whole festival. Interesting. You know, it's funny. I went to that spot back when it was Holyfield's situation. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember much outside of it. It was a big-ass spot. I do remember that. It was like, oh, shit, this is where Holyfield live. I remember, is it still Evander Holyfield Highway, or did they change yeah, it to nah, some other shit? the street still named after Evander Holyfield. Dope. That's dope. That's real cool. Uh, and you saying now, one of the things you said, you said he had the vision. So you saying that the area around it has built up to where it's not like it's not like kind of just in the middle of nowhere there's a bunch of other shit around it's other stuff around you know it's like like you know grocery stores and all kind of stuff i remember back in the day okay. it was kind of like out there and almost like in the country but right right yeah it has built up around yeah. it you know what i'm saying i wouldn't say that it's relatively it's relatively hood but you know it's a lot of things mm-hmm. that have built up around it yeah i think actually i think i want to say gunner Said um, he he grew up not too far from there, and he used to drive around, like drive past there for like inspiration or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. A lot of people. I mean, that basically became the landmark for that area. Yeah, like nobody really right. knew about that area. It was like, where you mm-hmm. at? Where you stay? I mean, I stay out there by Holyfield. You know what I'm saying? That's right. all you had to say. Right. Oh, right. okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> out there by yeah. Holyfield. So everything, because that, that was my first question, because the, the one time I ever been there was for an event they did, and um, and everything was, like, in the backyard. So it was, like, on the grass. I think it was a pool or whatever, whatever. It was mad golf carts moving around. So I was thinking they had all of that shit back then. And the first thing I thought was about all them damn cars on the grass, but you telling me it was all on the, in the front, and it was, you know, all over there. Okay, it makes sense. Nah, man, it's like, it was, you know... Acres, you know what I'm saying? Right. In the front yard, you know. Got you, got you, got you. That uh-huh. so it was a lot of room. You know what I'm saying? That ain't even include the parking lot. Right, right. And he had the stables, which you know nobody was over there by the stables with the horses. You got some beautiful horses right. over there. So you could walk. Around. I'm curious about what was the turnout like. One, I got a couple questions. Packed. I got quite a few. It was packed now because I heard. I heard now maybe this was maybe this was the top tier or whatever, but I had heard that tickets was seven hundred and fifty dollars. Was that just that a could be, t- nah, I heard twenty five hundred so, for the VIP. So was it like it was a kinda uh like a baller type of crowd? Was it like, you know, moms and kids or was it what kind of vibe was it? It was everything, you know what I'm saying? You know, like the uh-huh. car niggas is usually a little older because you know it cars expensive. You know what I'm saying? Take you a minute before you could get all the way official in the car game unless you just get money early. Right. So 
you had your car cats out there. Then you know you had like you had like Desi Banks out there with his Grand National. Mm-hmm. You had the kid that's the nineteen year old NASCAR driver. You know what I'm saying? Black black kid. Lewis Hamilton? No, that he not nineteen. I'm trying. Ra Raj Raj Ra Ra. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Y'all look him up. Nineteen year old black NASCAR. He a gotcha. Start with an R. Um, cool kid. <laughs> That's his shout out. That's his shout out. Start with an R nineteen. You I'm know, I'm just giving you the Google points. Got you, got you, got you, got go ahead. The parameters. You ain't got to be yeah. lost. I'm giving you the keywords to get to exactly uh, what I'm talking about. So, uh, <laughs> now, nah, so he was out there. You know, what I'm saying you had all, you had everything. You had families. You had you had um, crews. You had social media people. You had some fake Arab running around with a whole Arab um, outfit on, like he from Saudi Arabia. Uh, but he kind of looked uh, white because he walking around with the thing tied around his face, so you can't really see what he looked like. But I was like, he don't look uh, Arab to me. Look kind of uh, white. And, you know, you walking up on cats, you know what I'm saying, with the, ah, oh, I love what you're doing. Let's talk. You should come to Saudi Arabia. You know, all that. Uh, well, all that scammer uh, kind of talk. <laughs> right. Right, right. I could be wrong, you know what I'm saying? They might be like, ah, oh, nigga, that was, you know what I'm saying? That was Muhammad, mm-hmm. man. You tripping. Was, <laughs> not you, Muhammad, profiling another Muhammad. Ah, man. He, oh, he looked damn. white. And then he had on, mm-hmm. he had on the chain, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, the, mm-hmm. with the Muslim with the Muslim piece on it, with, with blinged out. I'm like, man, I don't know about this. <laughs> mm. With the, uh, what you mean, uh, with the star and the, uh, What's the joint? Not the sickle. What's the the abric with the abric? You it's abric writing. So okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. Mm. So so so, but you ain't really supposed to do that kind of shit with. Right, that kind of goes against the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Especially like you know, you Saudi Arabian. Like if you American Muslim, you you kind of do what you, you know, what I mean, you be right. tempted by the right. culture. But yeah, like, I ain't really never seen that on no Saudi Arabian. Right. right. That's interesting. Walking around Rick Ross house, uh-huh. <laughs> rolling up on get money niggas like. Mm. <laughs> so it was mostly, but so the crowd was mostly. I'm still trying to. It was an all ages type crackers, or was it like a get money? Because seven fifty sound cost prohibitive. I don't know if it all of it was seven fifty. That's what I'm saying. Okay. If it was just to get in, you know what I'm saying, or right. if that was to put your cars in, or if that was gotcha. to, you know what I'm saying, be a vendor. I'm not sure what the cost was. Okay. But I know gotcha. that the, somebody was saying that the VIP was 2500 but then they, was, uh. they had a party, you know what I'm saying, they went into a party at the crib afterwards for the VIP people. Okay, got you. So how could you could you move about? What was the uh, you could go past the stalls and see all of that, like the the horses and all the that. Road from the parking lot to the down where the mm-hmm. cars was at will walk you right past the stalls, so you could see it. But I don't think you could okay. go get up close on shit because he had the fruit. Okay. Of, he had the fruit of Islam out there in the suits. Okay, weren't playing no Got games it. about getting even. You know what I'm saying? Like you had a VIP section that was closer to the house than the rest of the right. stuff. And yeah. they weren't playing no games about you getting over on that side. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that mm-hmm. little road that leave up to the front door, by the time you get to the the little circle part of it, they like, nah, bro, clear this out. They kept that thing mm. clear all day, kept order. It was all good, you know? 
Mm. You know, they be very professional on they, you know what I'm saying, get right. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they definitely are uh the front line for a lot of for a lot of blackness. Uh, at one point I was like, damn, what a bathroom at around this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I was like, it's a lot of trees though. But I was like, nah, right. I, I don't want to do that. that. I don't want to get tackled, brother, 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 yeah. brother. Put your stuff uh-huh. together, man. Get your stuff together, yeah. brother. <laughs> You're going to get shamed and escorted out. Nigga going to feel bad about it. You're going to get tackled right. with, your, with your situation right. out in dust. And it was dusty out there. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a mess. <laughs> so I was like, let uh, me just find the official scenario. <laughs> right. What was it, a porta potty situation? Or they had something a little better. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was porta potties, but the, they had nice. one. They had one that was nice. That's the one I went to. Okay. I, I okay. heard there was some single solos like the regular joints, but I ain't see that. Uh huh. Okay. I just yeah, stumbled I see, upon the nice one with the AC uh-huh. blowing and the music playing inside of it. Oh, uh, that's nice. That's nice. They need more of that in life. It's nice. It's classy, yeah. classy so, affair for you know what I'm saying such a you know what I mean you, you know car things get you know. Car car mm-hmm. things get like car things. They don't give you a whole lot of amenities. Park your car, mm-hmm. bring your own shit in your trunk, put up your tent, and you know, right, right. Be right. But you know, it was, it was you know, you have you had the food trucks. You know, what I'm saying turkey turkey. Yeah, how was that? Was out there. Oh, turkey leg hut was in the building. Wow, I'm curious about that spot. Apparently, yeah. the cat who owned it, he he a, he an old school car collector too. Ugh. So he had his cars out there. You know what I'm saying? He has okay. some joints. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, man, everybody was showing out, man. It really, you know, really show you how poor you is sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sometimes you need to re- be reminded, like Juneteenth. Hey, hey, listen, get on your feet. Uh, what was I tell you, though? What was the love for Merlot out there? Wasn't any love? Oh, um, well, Merlot didn't even make it in so, the gate because... Oh, okay. So this, this, you know, this, this the part that you know they're gonna have to, you know, work on for next year. It's all good. You know, they had a traffic jam, and the police was like, they ain't got no permit for the cross street. They got a permit for this street, but none for the cross street. So now we got all this traffic on both streets. So now, yeah. what we gonna do is we gonna start turning people away. You know, basically they was uh-huh. telling people it was over, it's canceled. You know, this they shutting it down. Oh shit! So they was turning yeah. people around. You know, what I'm saying. Luckily, I had got past the point where they were turning people around, but yeah. um, shit wasn't moving. And we had been sitting there in one spot for about an hour. It's ten o'clock in the morning. Damn. You know, what I'm saying. So oh, it was that early. Yeah, it's early. So so Merler was clean. She was ready to go. You know what I mean? We was yeah. in the building, but yeah. you know. Out the peripheral vision, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some some enterprising entrepreneur came out of store he was they was working at. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Drew up a little sign and was like thirty dollar parking right here. <laughs> I was like, huh. Cause it was right it was right across the light from where the house at. Right, gotta do it. But yeah. it wasn't no movement in the traffic. So we pulled in there, you know what I'm saying? You know, got set to pay the you know price, but then the question become, you know, what I'm saying is this legit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you know the cat went to went in the store. You know, what I'm saying he legit working there, and then what happened was was the owner of the building <laughs> who owned the lot 
not the, the, the store, but he owned a lot. He leased the stores out. He came and was kind of like, you know, what's happening? Because they didn't tell him oh. they was charging for parking. Yeah. So he like, well, well, yeah. what was what? You know what I'm saying? And so then here come the tow truck. Then everybody had a little powwow. The owner of the lot was like, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. I'm here to, to 530. After that, I can't promise y'all nothing. So mm. it's like, all right, bet. And so that's what we did. Bought Merlot in there. Walked over to the spot. Didn't have to waste no more time sitting in the traffic trying to figure out the get in scenario. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, hustling. So, so Merlot didn't make it in, but you know she she would have been sitting right nice with a lot of that shit. It's just, but gotcha. feel different yeah. when you just got one, and you know, right, you right. nigga, nigga got a hundred. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This cat got, got ten. You know what I'm saying? Then this cat over here got his fleet. So there's some fleets out there now. Who? What was the call of the the spot in your opinion? Like what won the show? And was Rick Ross? Like was he moving around? Did you see him? Was he shaking hands or was he kind of? He came out later. He came out around about five. And actually, we had just walked out when he came out. All right. And then we had been there since 10 and 1 and shooting, you know what I'm saying? That he had done kicked in, like he said, you know what I'm saying? It was a summer day. It, you, know, was, you know, the dust was in the air. So it was time to go get in the shower and lay down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. So, so um, yeah, he came out. Uh, we had a shooter there that shot it and um, got all that stuff uh but it looked like he was he was shaking hands, you know, he had his you know, the fruit around him, his security around him, and he just rolled like in a big entourage, you know. You know how like you seen when Lil Baby and, and um DeVito was out in, in, in Nigeria this weekend? Mm-hmm. And they had the, you know, the entourage and all the security and they just walking down the street, mm-hmm. crowd following mm-hmm. that's how it was. Crowd following behind his circle of security and him. So it's a good look though. It's a good look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I would go again, you know what I'm saying? I would plan differently. Okay. I would I would go again. Um definitely if you if you like cars and shit, it's a lot Mm -hmm. to deal with a lot to work with out there. Mostly a lot of um, like I said, a lot of dunks, a lot of Chevys, a lot of um Mm -hmm. um, you know, Grand Nationals, a lot of American muscle. Got it. What was the car you think took the show in your mind? Ah, see, I didn't see all of them. To you know, what I'm saying I didn't, I didn't do the whole acreage. Right, right, right. True, but from what you saw, what you saw, what was you struck by? Like, ooh, that's 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 the one. I like. Then so fucked up because <laughs> so we got all them old cars. I was like, shit. I fuck. Ross got a a, a fucking convertible wraith in a blue. Like a mm. matte, like a matte blue, that shit mm-hmm. hard. That shit hard. Mm. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's on the new side. Um, shit, he, he definitely had a few dunks. You know what I'm saying? There's a few dunks out there that I fucked with. Mm-hmm. You had a cat that had a Testarossa Ferrari from the Uptown Car Club. You know what I mean? Ross had another shit that was sitting in front of the house, a 50-something-something. That shit was so clean. And I don't like 50s cars. You know what I'm saying? 
Like mm-hmm. the happy days, I don't like that shit. Nah, nah, that, that's too much. You don't like the connotation? Yeah, it's too KKK ish. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Denim, rolled up denim, white t shirt with your cigarettes rolled up in your sleeve. Right, 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 yeah. Greased hair, you know what I'm saying? Leather jacket, wow. Fonzarelli style. Mm-hmm. Going to the sock yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like I like a good 57 Chevy, I ain't gonna lie. Them shits is hard. I do see what you're saying, though. I see the context of which they come from, but I do, I, I just like how they look. They do with the little wings on the side. Them shits, they, they sit hard. And them colors, those are tough. Yeah, y'all can have them. <laughs> Hilarious. Happy them days wasn't happy. <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, you gotta get me into the sixties at least. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, so you know, uh, he had a lot of those um old school wise uh saw a couple of dunks that I it was a it was a it was a blue it was a sky blue dunk with you know blue and gold. That was hard. Um you know, they, you know, it was all kind of, it was so much stuff out there. You know what I mean? Can't even remember all that. I mean, Ross had all kind of shit. He had like utility vehicles, fire truck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old school limos. Um, yeah, but that Blue Wraith convertible was, that shit was hard. Matt Finish. Matt Finish. That shit was hard. That's dope. That's dope. Sound like that was a cool event. Yeah. So that's gonna be on um Revolt I mean Revolt Black News. Yeah, yeah, on there. yeah, that'll be in the entertainment remix uh Okay. Thursday night, nine o'clock. Okay. Check for that. I ain't see a whole lot. I seen a few people that were there, took some photos, see my man New Face was out there and uh he had a few photos. It looked like a looked like a vibe. It looked like some shit, you know, it looked like it was cool. So, you know, I wanna Definitely see more of the coverage, and it's it's cool to see that he got that off, you know. Yeah, it's like um, I just happened upon it, you know what I mean? Because we were covering it, but if you really planned it out and got there, you know what I'm saying? How you were supposed to get there? It it probably would have. It's probably a better time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Than than the way you know. I just was like, all right, shit, we gotta do this shit. All right, bet, let's go. What time we gotta be there? And um, and you know, so it, it took away from actually being set up how you need to be set up for chilling and enjoying the show. Mm-hmm, we got there mm-hmm. like on a mission, like okay, here we go, all right, boom, 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 right. we gonna do this. Boom, boom, boom. We right. did have a tent, you know, what I'm saying we did have you know a cooler, but you know we was we was set up right behind the stage. It was all good, but uh, next year, you know, I would do it differently. Got it. Well, oh, there was some performances? Uh, it was supposed to be. Well, it might be later on. Maybe that got that started later. What time was it over, you know? Probably, it was supposed to be over at 6. <coughs> oh, okay. 5 oh, o'clock. Right. We left about 5.15. Nobody had hit the stage. Um, interestingly enough, they had a, you know, the tent next to ours was, a, um, a, I guess, a label. I think they was out of Chicago per Google search. Mm-hmm. And it's called Masterless um, Media, Masterless Multimedia. Very Juneteenth, very Juneteenth on brand. Masterless, nigga, free, <laughs> free at last. Records, go ahead. 
you know, and they had the whole old school promo game. You know what I mean? So they had the van with the rap. They had the, you know, mm-hmm. saying little posters on some little remote control car looking things. I guess they was going to drive mm-hmm. those around. Then mm-hmm. they had the artists, you know, um, I think her name was Vanity. I think, I don't know if okay. I'm pronouncing it right, but it's like V-A-N-A-D-Y. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, not sure if it's Vanity or Vanaday or. Mm-hmm. But anyway. You know, they was out there strong. Looked like they was setting up to perform, but they hadn't hit the stage by the time I left. They had crowded mm-hmm. the stage. And then, you know, the people was like, you know, we got to move off and get on out the way. The boss right. is coming. So, looked like they had sponsored most of the stage area. So, I'm sure mm-hmm. they was able to get it off at some point. But shout out to them because mm-hmm. they was deep with the, you know what I mean, with the promo game. All right. Was it a DJ, like a host DJ type of vibe? DJ, um, DJ Sam Sneak was, uh, okay. was out there. A uh, couple other DJs. The cat that be on Sirius doing all of the like sample songs and then play the song that sampled it. He was doing, mm-hmm. he was doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It was, it was a hot ass good time. Yeah. Sounds cool. I really like the fact that he uh, had the the in process joints going because that's definitely a part of car culture. You always see people that's in the middle of the uh, the process, and oftentimes they stay there for a long time. But it's definitely something to be seen. So for that to be embraced, I, I think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they say that car that was sitting in front of the house is a '57 Bel Air convertible. That shit yeah. is so goddamn clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me look that up. That's fire. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. So yep, yeah, you know Rick Ross done talked his way into extravagant lifestyle, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, this is one of them. This is one of those joints. That's what I'm talking about. Them 57 boys. The yeah. 57 Chevy, the Bel Air. Woo wee. Those shits is hard, Ali. I'm sorry, man. Those shits no, is, I mean, those those shits is so iconic. Yeah. Listen, the shit is hard. Yeah. Shit look like Carrie. What's the name of that movie mm-hmm. with the car? Carrie. That was, okay. that was, that was yeah. the name of the movie. <laughs> Carrie or Christine? The one the car is. Uh, Christine. It's Christine. Maybe I don't know That's another movie I think Christine is the one With a car coming to life Or whatever like that I could be wrong uh, Somebody google that But I always like that Little seafoam colorway They got That shit Yeah Christine no, no, no. was a 50 something Yeah 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 yeah. I gotta watch I haven't seen that In a long time That was a good ass movie <clears throat> uh, And then oh, Carrie man. Carrie uh, Oh nah What was Carrie Carrie was a cartoon, but it wasn't the fifty something. Okay. Christine was the the fifty something. Right, right. Nineteen eighty three film. Uh, well, from let's take it from uh, Chevy Belairs and and fucking Wraith Coops to the old Iron Horse. Let's bring it there, cause uh, this weekend I had to go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> Submit to the hype beast thirst of it all and get me a Biggie Smalls Metro card. Did you get I it? Definitely went. Oh yeah, I got that shit. Uh, <clears throat> but you know what's so funny? 
It's interesting, man. There's a lot that goes into this shit. First off, I didn't because I was when I heard that it was going to do it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Then I seen when I seen what it looked like. I was a little like, nah, it's whatever. But you know, the collector slash hoarder, you know, in me was like, you know, Biggie fan. You know, like I had to, I had to, I had to get my hands on that shit. But then I started seeing that lines was two and three hours long. I didn't think it was gonna be that stupid. So, um, I happen to have shows out in Brooklyn on Saturday on his birthday, right? So, uh, <clears throat> my last show, I probably finished up right, right around like 940. I was out in Red Hook and it wasn't too far from the Barclays. So I was like, let me spin past there and just see what that line looking like. You know what I mean? And, um, so I went over there. And the line was all right. Like, it wasn't it wasn't obnoxious. Mm-hmm. It was all right, you know? So I said, yo, let me see what's what. And it was a little parking spot, not far at all. Like, literally halfway up the block. So I pulled my shit, parked, got in the line, you know what I mean? And uh, it's funny, because this, this was like the second time that I was in the line that week. You know what I mean? Like, I was in... Um, it's a weird I have a uh, a love-hate relationship with lines, you know? Cause uh <laughs> you know, there's the you know, there's the you wanna be above all this shit. You know what I'm saying? A line will put things into greater perspective. You're like, man, what the fuck am I doing? You're like I me, I'll take myself to task in the middle of the line while I'm on the line, like, oh, this is some real what the fuck am I doing? Is it this serious? Why the fuck am I online? What's going on? Well, obviously, it must be this serious to you, so you might as well accept the fact because you're on the line. What I've realized is, depending on how the line moves, you got 15 minutes or 15 feet to, you know, consider. But beyond that, that's the point of no return. That's where you fully commit. You know what I'm saying? You go your 15 feet, you go your 15 minutes, you done been here, you might as well rock out. You know what I'm saying? So... I was actually on the line for some bagels. Not that I should have been on the line for some bagels, but there's a mean-ass bagel spot up by where I'm at. And uh, I had to move my car very early in the morning. It took me a long time to find parking. So I was like, man, fuck it, man. I'm already in the wheel. Let me go to the bagel spot. I ain't eat breakfast. And I'll be forgetting this bagel spot is fire. So I get there, and the line is kind of nasty. But I'm like, well, shit, I done drove all the way over here. I wanted a bagel. Let me go ahead. I found this. But let me go ahead and sit on this line. That's why I always think, fuck it, I'm here. The thing about the line, too, is the, the you can't, you got to own the fact that you're in the line. You know what I'm saying? You got to just be there. Because you can't get embarrassed by the onlookers. Because a long line is going to bring about the onlookers. You know what I'm saying? And and you maybe you're... Maybe your right, maybe your frustration with being online could be processed into being online, some type of shame or embarrassment. But you got to hold that. You are you online at this point. It is what it is. You committed. So um, anyway, so I go to the to the big joint, and it was definitely a generational thing. You know, um, median age is at least north of thirty five mm-hmm. on this line. You know, so it's funny because you're seeing like, you know, Saturday night. So you're seeing like young people getting off the train, going on the train, like, you know, like just on their on their youth shit. Saturday night, we kicking it. We going, hey, you know, and they, and they like looking like, what the fuck is the line? Because, you know, these are like maybe 
Supreme line generation, sneaker line generation, where they looking like, yo, what are these motherfuckers online for? You know what I'm saying? And you're like, ah, you could feel like there's a disconnect here. This is not targeted towards them. So you see that shit. Uh, I also thought it was the irony and the fact of the matter, like we waiting online for these Metro cars. Um, And it's so funny, like just... You know, like, how many motherfuckers is just hopping the train? Like, hopping the train is just, like, it ain't even nothing to be, like, like uh, incognito about no more. Like, it is just, it's like, it is what it is. Like, what's the, the shit that I see that's so funny to me is when a motherfucker hop the train and then hit the gate. But then hit the gate like a concierge. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go, they'll be like a little group. <laughs> and one motherfucker do the do the do the or one motherfucker might just take it on the you know what I'm saying do the swipe. Either way, they're gonna hit that gate and they're gonna be so courteous. Come on, like they gonna hold it. Like it ain't even like I'm gonna crack the gate, push it out. If you could get in before that shit close, it's on you. Nah, these motherfuckers is holding it like they at you know like they at the red like it's a, a fucking velvet rope. Ho ho ho! Come on through, come on through. I got this. It's on me. So it was just a funny contrast to see that shit as it was going on. But overall, the vibe was cool because at that point in the evening, it wasn't really hot no more. Um, It was nice little energy. They was playing a bunch of Biggie records. Somebody had the shit, you know, they was playing records and shit. So that was cool. And, you know, the line, I don't want to lie with 45 minutes, which is a long time. I ain't going to lie. He ain't even want to say it. I ain't, ain't want to say it. I ain't want to say it. I ain't want to say it. I kept asking it, especially that first 15 feet. I kept asking. I see people getting off the line. I'm like, how long was you online for? They were like, I was online for about an hour. I was online for about 40 minutes. I'm like, ah, shit. And all I could think was at least it ain't two to three. But, um, you know, fuck it. I, I let it be known. But, uh, yeah, so I went ahead, got me got me my shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it, was a, it was a good situation. It was a good, it was a good situation. Shout out to uh, Christopher Wallace, you know. So, what you going to do with the car? Oh, uh, <clears throat> shit. I mean, you know. You know, I mean, let's talk. This is this is America now. Nah, I got a, I got a couple. I'm keep. I'm gonna keep a. You know, I'm gonna keep some. I might have to. You know, how many you bought? I bought a few. I bought a couple. I ain't. I ain't go OD. It was some people that's going OD. But you know, I got. I got more than one. You know what I'm saying? Because I gotta. I gotta cover my. Cover my losses. Uh, cost of line, <laughs> yeah, you know, shit. Now, come on, now this is this is my, um, you know, cost of labor. But um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know. So I'm probably gonna put one in the in the in the free market. You know what I'm saying? See what's what. But uh, yeah, and then the rest is in the in the archives. You know what I'm saying? Next to the little Biggie Budweiser can or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like little hip hop memorabilia. I try not to go stupid with it, but every so often, I'm a sucker for some of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the nostalgia of it all, and the, you know, like I'm trust me, I'm not on, I'm not fucking with New Face. I couldn't do that type of shit or Quest Love or anything like that. Speaking of which, there was a good article in the Times, uh, probably about a month ago, that Quest Love did about you know collecting and you know collecting and you know hoarding or whatever you know there's there's a thin line between collecting and hoarding i think it's just about the organization 
You know what I'm saying? That's when you you you're curating. But um, yeah, I went ahead and did that shit, and it was something to do. It was something to do. I had to I had the time to do it. So you're a little so, baby uh, baby biz marquee out here. Yeah, but not even, not even. Some of that, you know what I'm saying? Like I try not to go that crazy with it, cause this is the thing about a collection. Um, it really only means some shit to you. You know what I'm saying? Like to the outside, it could look crazy. Cause I remember looking at, I forget what um. Well, it probably was a couple little pieces that they did, like on Bismarcky or some of these other people, maybe a Just Blaze or whomever that that kind of get into the uh, the collecting uh, situation. It's it, it, that shit could look junky. You know what I'm saying? It could look real Fred Sanford if you're not careful. You know what I mean? And I don't, you know, I don't want that type of aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? I just like a little little piece here and there, a little ta ta ta. But you know, it's also something that I wanted to talk about. About, you know, uh flipping, right? Reselling or whatever, getting shit back out in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh I had this thought because I don't know if it's scarcity thinking. I mean, it's some, some something to that effect. But you know, and we've had this conversation about the flip. And a lot of people get caught up in the flip, or the flip don't always go as planned. Right. But one thing that I realized, particularly with myself, but I realized like if your goal is to flip some shit, you need to flip it. Don't be afraid to flip it. Don't wait until like if it's a stock, if it's something to resell, like when you need to go into it with your you know your ideal price you know in mind similar to like what Chappelle said about success his father said you know make your number now so when you hit your number you'll be good you won't be chasing anything right so like you know whether it's a stock or whether it's whatever have your price in mind so that when it hits that you'll feel Good letting it go. You know, sometimes I could get caught up in the, well, shit, if it's trending upwards now, why should I let it go? I know I'm up, but why should I let it go? It might keep going up. And markets are not, markets are often very, I don't want to say finite, but they fluctuate. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, and then, damn, you should have sold that shit two weeks ago because now that shit plummeted. Ain't, niggas ain't fucking with it no more. It's over. The, the whatever, the sensation, the thrill, the, the news cycle, whatever it was that kind of caused that spike, that wave has crested. And now you're just sitting there with a bunch of shit that you not, you don't really want. You was the whole motivation was to make some bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not, not, you know, not this specifically all of it, but you know, certain shit you got to be careful about. Like even with stocks, I had a, um, I bought a stock. I think I talked about this a long time ago, but I, I bought this one, uh, stock. It was like a, it was like an ETF fund, TQQQ. I think I told you about this pro shares when I talked about it before on the pod. It was a nice little stock. Mm-hmm. And it was, I bought at the low, you know, buy low, sell high type shit. So I bought at the low, got me some shit over during the pandemic. And then 
It went up. It started going up. And I didn't was I was at first I was paying a lot of attention, but then I fell back and I wasn't really paying attention. And my man who told me about the stock, he was the one who was like, yo, did you, you know, did you um offload your shit? You sell your shit. I was like, nah, what's up? He's like, oh, that shit is, is popping. So I looked on the desk, I said, oh wow. So boom, I probably should have sold it that day. <laughs> so me being, you know, greedy G was like, I don't know, let me see. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to wait and see if it tick up. Then then the next day it's down. And then it's like, ah, oh, now I'm feeling remorse because I done missed out on this high. And then <laughs> the next day it go up and then it go down. And I'm like, man, fuck it, man. Uh, whatever it is tomorrow, I'm going to get rid of that shit. It go up and then, it, you know, I sell it. And I, I get some money off of it. Mm-hmm. And then probably about four days later, that shit <laughs> Go up again You know what I'm saying I'm like oh But at that point I have to be good With letting it go You know what I'm saying Cut your losses Take your winnings And walk away from the table No one to hold them No one to fold them Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying And it's just It's one of those things Where it's like um, It could be It could be emotional It could be emotional It could be some greed too But like That's the That's the part of the game you know, like that is the part of the game that for me, I should be better at where it's like, man, get that shit up out of here now. You know what I mean? You what you sitting on all of this fucking, you know, all this shit that, you know what I'm saying? Unless you really fuck with it, fuck with it. But even then, like, ain't no need to be, you know what I mean? Like, dude, stick to the plan. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but yeah, you know, stick to the plan sometimes. But uh, yeah, it was it's one of those things. It's just one of those things that that you know this last this last thing kind of reminded me of that. You know what I mean? Stick to your plan. Whatever you whatever you gonna do, stick to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't get caught up in the emotions of the moment of what might happen or whatever. You know what I mean? Like stick to the plan and 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 know what's good for you. Some people, I think, I don't know if the the uh, just the last point, but I don't know. I've heard. As far as stocks go, like a good yield is like 30% and more. Like that's a great yield. Obviously, 100%. If you could double that shit, that shit is bananas. And anything beyond that is like, you know, extra gravy. So just find where you are in that. And that's a personal choice. But, you know, find where you are in that and be comfortable walking away. You know? I'm the, I'm the worst at, you know what I'm saying, looking for the flip. You know what I mean? Which... You know, I should probably do more, but <clears throat> I get shit I like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, shit, it's mine. Right. Oh, yeah, I feel you. You miss the flip market, and you're like, damn, that's what that shit going for out there? <laughs> <laughs> Dog, these bitches out. <laughs> right. Right, right. Yeah. Even even with Merlot, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I'm at the, you know, I'm at the spot, and, um, you know, um, one a rapper comes to the spot a lot, and he always tell the valet that he want to buy this car. Tell the cat who owns this car that he want to buy it. Mm-hmm. And then you come like, yeah, such and such, you know what I'm saying? I said he want to buy your car, just leave your number. I left my number, ain't nobody call. And then one day I pulled in, like, you know what I mean? And then his homeboy rolled up on me like, yo, a man want to buy this car, you know what I'm saying? He in that now, you know what I'm saying? He go holler at him. Like, all right, bet. You know, I knew I didn't want to sell my car, but I wanted to meet the cat. You know what I'm saying? Shake his mm-hmm. hand and see what right. the conversation was. 
Right, right. I'm here in office. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went over, talked to the, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you, you trying to sell it? And I'm like, nah, not really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, uh-huh. I, I didn't even want to hit him with I'm entertaining a, a number because I really wasn't. Right. I, I, yeah, it, I had yeah. done all the way, took it too personal. Like, nah, you ain't selling my shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then this that's my, my shit. shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, you, mean you got good taste. Boop, boop. I'm like, oh, man, I appreciate it. And I walked off, right? But and when I walked up, I was like, damn, I could have at least listened to the offer. Yeah. <laughs> I was so damn <laughs> caught up in my own how I feel. Yeah. I didn't even listen to the offer. What's wrong with me? You know? Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, hey. It's wild sometimes. Go ahead. But then I got another homeboy. He always, he always got his mind on the flip. This nigga flip anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He type mm-hmm. nigga go to the Goodwill. Religiously, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He know the good goodwills to go to. Mm-hmm. He'll send you a picture. Hey, man, this this worth something? He's like, I, yeah, I guess, you know. <laughs> He's like, you know, he'll Google it up, you know what I'm saying? See, the, oh, shit, these going for 800 They got them in here for $30. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know? And that's yeah. his whole shit. He he went on a campaign to save the Byroli based off of his, his thrifting. And he made it happen. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. He like take his old polos. He like, man, it's always mm-hmm. a market for polos, man. Take his mm-hmm. polos, put them up. You know, might get might get thirty dollars on some. You know, but, he, but he's like, nigga, I bought that shit for for six dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he got thirty. Yeah. You know. So yeah. and then I had another homeboy who come out of Brooklyn. He moved to Carolina. This nigga got a big ass thrift market. You know what I'm saying? He do shit right. like. You thrift stores order from him, you know what I mean? Right. So basically, he sell thrift stores bundles. So he'll curate a bundle, and right. then and then the thrift stores just order the bundles, and he'll ship them out. And it's kind of like you know, you know, the, the surprise. Here's, here's what's in the bundle. But right. I guess he's good at curating because his shit is blowing up out there. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, um, <clears throat> like, when I was young, I was, I guess, introduced to it through, like, baseball cards and comics. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of that sh- I was never really a big sports fan. Never. Like, you know, it was what it was. I ain't, you know, I didn't grow up going to games or watching games or no shit like that. But, like, I don't even know how I got introduced to baseball cards, but it was definitely introduced on some old you-can-make-some-money shit. I don't even know how I got introduced to You Can Make Some Money, but You Can Make Some Money was early on in my life. You know what I'm saying? In in many ways. So, um, baseball cards, comic books, whatever. Baseball cards, whatever. Chasing after this back in the days when, like, Frank Thomas card was going for, like, $60. And you're a kid. $60 is a lot of fucking money, especially for some shit that you could get by paying a dollar fifty for a pack. You know what I mean? So there was the there was always the elusive. You know, I never got that far, but you know, I might make five, ten dollars here, whatever, whatever. I probably lost more than I made in the pursuit of making some money, right? And along the way, I learned a bunch of names, and you know, kind of got peripherally familiar with you know players in the the sports. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what kind of got me into sports. Just that was my entree into it. Similar with Comic books, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain comic Like, The Amazing Spider-Man was probably one of the few titles that I would like to read because I thought it was funny. 
Like, they were funny. It was real well-written, funny shit. But then a lot of the other shit was, like, you know, stuff to flip. Image, comics, whatever, whatever. But what I've noticed, and I, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, um, you realize the premium on nostalgia, right? Everybody, so many people want to feel young again. So many people want to relive you know, little touch points and references from their youth or, you know, uh, finally get the shit that they feel like they missed out on, you know, and the, the older you get, the more that shit amasses. You know what I'm saying? you like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, what kills me is when I go to, like, some of these little curated thrift marts. Like, there's a spot, Pro Cell, that's, like, downtown, like, on Delancey or whatever. And... I went through there the other day because there's just so much, like, you know, frenzy about some of the shit. So I went in there just to see what type of shit they were selling and for what they were selling shit for. And I was like, dog, there's a lot of bullshit in here. But it all comes down to perceived value. Like, it all, you know what I'm saying? Some people, like, I seen some Virgin Megastore T-shirts from, like, you know, like, if you worked at Virgin Megastore, you might have this T-shirt on, just your work shirt. Hundred and fifty dollars for a fucking virgin, like yeah, it's a worn one, not even a new one, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was breaking that shit down to me. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, we we had a whole concert. We was at the Mary J concert, and then right. you know, ran into an old school homie that I knew from New York. What up? What mm-hmm. up? Boom boom. What's been? You no know, whole kicking. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, you got a lot of your old merch and all that shit. I was like, you know, yeah. you know, some of it, you know, you know, we throwing that shit out. He was like, nigga. <laughs> he was like, man, it's two stores down here that just, that's all they sell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, he pulled up something, you know, like a DMX t- t-shirt from a tour. You know what I'm saying? He was like, mm-hmm. nigga, this mm-hmm. shit going for $150. And he buying this shit. Right. I'm like, where? He's like, nigga, if you, got right. any, if you got any merch, man, you better, you, better, you know what I'm saying, search the market. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, you know. And I forgot about it. And then, you know, my wife, you know, started talking about throwing shit out and all that shit. You know, we need to get a dumpster and just throw all this shit out. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Hold on now. You told me to look this shit up first. Right, right. You know, I don't know what all I got, but I know I do have, like, some vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, some classic vibes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I searched up, you know. You know, that Vibe Death Row cover. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Vibe Death Row cover. Mm-hmm. Niggas got that shit out there for $1,200, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got about three of them bitches. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I, I got a few of them just- <laughs> Yes, sir. I got, yes, trust me, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got the Tretch test-ish. Yes. The Snoop yeah. Dogg first itch. Yeah. Come on. Big in Faith. Come on, man. Pac in the motherfucking, in the, in the fucking straight jacket? Come yeah, on. yeah. They got, you know what I'm saying? They even had the Ashanti out there for $180. I'm like, wait. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Because then, that's what, but then this is where it happens. This is where it happens. Like, you got to gotta know your price. <laughs> I say, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a sell this shit now, and don't feel mad if that shit turned to $2,400. You be like, ah, oh, shit. But sometimes you just got to let it go. You got to let that shit go. Yeah, let it go. But, uh, 
Yeah, man. No, no, no. You know, I had this idea. I think I read this past you years ago. I seen it early. I was like, yo. You know, and I, I fuck it. It is what it is. I mean, niggas do what they do it. But um, I was like, it would be ill if like somebody like Mitchell and Ness. I had this joke, like, because when throwbacks was popping, I was like, if they did something where like they had all them old ass promo t-shirts from back in the days you know what i'm saying but then they kind of archive them on some mitchell and ness shit you remember how mitchell and ness used to always have the tag at the little at the bottom joint with the date and whatever it was like it'd be a whole nother market for that shit like you know what i'm saying because then that you know mitchell and ness already has the the authenticity angle on smash like if they wanted to really leverage that type of shit but hell yeah, dog. I see. And what happens now, like back to when you get older, especially if you've worked in certain uh, industries or whatever, there's a lot of shit that you see selling for crazy money that done went through your hands in life. You know what I'm saying? Some of that shit got thrown out. I remember when I first, when I moved, I remember throwing out a whole lot of shit. I kept some shit, but I remember throwing out a whole lot of shit. I remember the first time when I moved, to go to college, I remember I gave away, I had a bunch of records, and I had mad sources from back in the day, like from the 90s, like all of them sources and shit like that, man. Not that they going for crazy money, but you just think about, that could have flipped. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it is what it is. I'll say this last thing, though. This is one thing that I noticed um, when we was cleaning out my grandmother's house, because, you know, she had a whole lot of shit. Um... You know, but, you know, we wasn't, you know, we ain't had a whole lot of money, right? So, uh, I do notice this shit, though. Like, if you buy, uh, you know, cheap shit, like off-brand type shit, you know what I'm saying? Realistic, like Radio Shack, you know what I'm saying, type shit. That shit, that shit don't really appreciate, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the thing about an heirloom is that shit cost something back in its day it wasn't no cheap shit cheap shit the shit will get offensively cheaper 20 years later you go to you go to google or ebay that shit that shit hurts your feelings you're like nigga how much four dollars what you know what i'm saying nigga this is a fucking this is a fucking radio it's a record player nah but it's you know it's a record player made by some niggas that we don't know right you know what i mean so you gotta you gotta know early on when you're culling Make sure that you, you know, you you spending a little bit of money in your yield. Right. Don't don't invest in a bunch of penny stocks. That shit might not work for you. Man. Oh, man. One thing I held on too long that mm-hmm. it had a nice market at one point. I had, you know, the you remember the we do it all did all that shit with Iceberg and Terrell. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. you had to, we did the event, and then they let us go out to the to the showroom out in Jersey and pick whatever the fuck we wanted. Right. And I picked this butter leather. I mean, that shit was butter soft leather. That's when they was doing all them damn cartoon characters. So it was butter soft yeah. leather with the Scooby Doo on it. And um, you know, there's nowhere really a grown man gonna be wearing a Scooby Doo jacket too too much. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, so it right, didn't get right, much right. burn. So it's just been uh-huh. in the closet in the in the love cleanest packet, the cleanest plastic. And uh-huh. at one point I was like, you know what? I wonder how much this shit going for out there. 
And you know, I peeped it up. You know what I mean? At that point, it was it was it had a few out there for about seven hundred. You know what I'm saying? I think it uh-huh, was a little uh-huh. Scooby Doo iceberg shit was making a little bit of comeback at the uh-huh. time. Right. Man, that shit ain't worth nothing nowadays. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Out there, hundred two hundred game. Yeah. Oof. Maybe, I mean, maybe hold, I mean, shit, this, this is the other rule that I always say, this is, this is, I guess this is a hoarder's rule. You can't take the L until you sell. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you might want to hold the hoard a little longer. You might want to holler at ASAP. You know, that nigga, he'll, he one of them niggas that'll buy that shit. Rihanna or one of them, he'll buy that shit. Because I feel like that iceberg shit is, you know, niggas is, I just seen the the photos from all, everybody going to the damn Balenciaga fashion show, everybody back of these baggy ass jeans and yeah. all this shit, shit starting to look, it's going back, so hoo-wee, might be a market, yeah. But in that, in that merch t-shirt game, think it might have a winner, mm-hmm. now, again, in that same run, we was doing this shit with right. Iceberg, we did... Uh, a Shanti album release party mm-hmm. with Def Jam, and a part of that party, Iceberg sponsored it, and they made mm. they made these Ashanti uh, T-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. her standing in the middle with a little with the little short shorts on and the high heels, yeah. like a drawing, like, and um, and it had the Iceberg tag on it, and I had I had that shit in the plastic for a long time, like for years. Right. And they ain't even thinking right. of it. Then I stumbled. I'm like, oh shit! It was it was a hot summer day. I'm like, let me put this bitch on. I ain't got shit. Let me put. That. I'm like, oh shit! This is shot. This is this shirt hidden. Right. So I wore it that one time. Washed it up. Folded yeah. back. Boom. Put put it up. I think that may be able to hit something out there in the, in the vintage t-shirt. Yeah. Room. Yeah, no, nah, I think so. Especially with that iceberg tag and Ashanti, they both both trending. Yeah, man. Yeah. Vintage. Right, 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 right. And relevant. Because Ashanti relevant again. You know what I'm saying? I don't say again, but you know, she she relevant for somebody from her era. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? More than a lot of her, her peers, her contemporaries. So, shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> y'all dig in your closet. See what y'all got. <laughs> you know what I mean? See if you got any, got any heat or not. But, uh. All yeah. them record label people, they got all kind of shit. They know it. Uh-huh, yeah, they do. Some of them got rid of that shit. Some of them, they sitting on it. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting, like, when you, every so often, I just spin through eBay just to see what shit is selling for. And everybody's high ain't going to be biting all the time. But, you know, just to check the market, see what's going on. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, shit. You see something, if you catch something, let it go. <laughs> Sometimes you got to let it go. Boom, you hear me? Shit, fuck that. You gotta cash out at some point. You know, Ain't no sense just sitting on them chips. You know what I mean? Anyway, anyway, but shit. Speaking of letting it go, I think it's time we let we let the people go. You know. Until next week, y'all tell a friend to tell a friend, and even an enemy, to get in the conversation. We out. Peace.